Hey, Ruthann. Hey, Troy. Check this great opportunity out for truck drivers. What is it? A huge FedEx contractor is hiring drivers right now. It looks like teams running in 10 states. You know what a FedEx contractor hiring means? It means big money. Big money. And check this out. Not only big money, but the sign-on bonus is very big, up to $10,000. That's that's really big. That's right. And you get a grand of it on your first paycheck. Here's some other things they give you. 2018 and newer tractor-trailer with a fridge, inverter, and get this, a microwave. A microwave. Yeah, they threw in the microwave, for real. Home every week. That's cool. That's big for teams. Mm-hmm. And 100% paid medical insurance for the employee. That's super. That is super, super. Let's get the phone number. 615-257-1107. That's 615-257-1107. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. And drivers, report back to us. We want to know how great that company is. Thank you. Ooh, Ooh that sucked. You, ow. That sucked. You do. Yeah, it did. It did? It did. <laughs> All right. I think we are there-ish. Let me turn the sound down a little bit. So Yeah, you're kind of loud, too. It's like when you have a nagging wife, and then you turn her, <laughs> turn her volume up. <laughs> Super size. It's like a, that's the ultimate glutton for punishment. Okay, your wife nags you. Now turn her up with your headset on. And have her in your ear. Super size. Yeah. That's just, yeah. I said you didn't want to Zoom me, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny. If you think about us, we've been like together for 25 years. Yeah. And half my life. Well, what I'm getting at though is like 20 of it, we've been like 24 hours a day together. Yeah. So, and people are like, Oh my God, I would kill my husband if I had to spend 24 hours a day with him. I think I have that from everybody I speak with almost. Yeah. And of course they're saying I would kill Troy for sure if I had to spend that much time with him. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're a trucker that teams, right? They do it. Yeah. I mean, you're 20. Let me tell you something though. To me, the more you're with somebody, the more you do get along. Well, usually because you kind of take on the habits of each other. Well, think about this. Most people that are apart eight hours a day or weeks at a time end up with separate lives. Well, they don't understand each other that much. I mean, I don't want to say that much. They just don't kind of... Right. Let me just say this. Think about this. If you have two lives going and, you know, like a guy that works 10 hours a day and he comes home and his wife is working in an office somewhere 10 hours a day, you come home, you're together four hours. Like, if you both come home and say four or five, six o'clock at night, you're together for a couple hours, you have dinner, and then you go to bed. And you, you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up the next day, you separate again. So technically, yeah, maybe you're sleeping beside that person, right? And maybe, uh, you know, have a little bit of fun for... But you're on an unconscious level. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Like, if you think about it, most people that are home every day actually spend less time together when they work apart yeah. during the day. And, and the same with a trucker. Mm-hmm. He's gone. I remember when I was on the Two road. Two weeks at a shot. Well, when I was on the road, I come home every couple of weeks. You know, my life was on the CB, and my relationship was my dispatcher. You know, now granted, today they have cell phones. Yeah, we didn't have cell phones. But if you think about it, you're still out there interacting. You're at home interacting. 
You know what I mean? And if you got a job, you got people at the office you're interacting with. It's it's really not as I don't think as good as what we've had for 20 years. Well, no, it's not. But now you just made me raise a question. Did you have an affair with your dispatcher the way you just said my relationship was with my dispatcher? That was kind of really bad. That's a bad <laughs> That's a bad thought. My dispatcher was a fat, old, white guy with a big white. And he had one of them mustaches. He probably could have made it into a handlebar mustache. He, it was so thick. He just had to add that wax. He had a Freddie Mercury mustache. No. no. I, 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 Freddie Mercury didn't have that kind of mustache. No, I said he, it was thick. Oh. But you know what? Um, listen. Moving no. on, moving on, moving on. I don't know. Moving on. Erase that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, listen. We're, we're just BSing here. Um, you got some things you want to talk about? I got the news. All right. What do you got in trucking, Ruth Ann? Do, 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 do. I have lots of info, but I'm going to start off with saying anybody that's going to be traveling I-95 in Connecticut the last two weekends of May and into June... Do not take exit nine in Stamford because it will be closed. Exit nine on what interstate? I ninety five. I ninety five. Did you miss that? I thought you just said on in Stamford. I didn't hear you say I ninety five. Did you say I ninety five? I did. Okay, that's me not paying attention to you. Twenty five years with you. Ooh, like that's new. That's see, that's the other advantage. The more you spend time with each other, the more you end up blocking each other out. (laughs) (laughs) He does do that often. All right, so go ahead. So, anyways, I ninety five at Exit 9 in Stamford, Connecticut, will be closed May 31st through Monday, June 3rd. And it will be in the evening, so it's like 11 p.m. to like 5 a.m. And then also Friday, June 7th through June 10th, same hours. And it will be detouring you up. If you try and get off at Exit 9, it will detour you up until Exit 11 and make you reroute and detour back down. So you're saying traffic's going to suck. Yeah, because they're they're redoing Route 1 bridges over the interstate. So you do not want to even attempt to go in that area. So avoid it if possible. To me, Boston to Richmond, Virginia has always been just a big cluster. And, and I literally despise knowing there's work being done. In fact, what I would suggest drivers do if they're trying to get to Boston or Hartford or whatever, and you said this was on I-95 in, in Connecticut, which is just, right. a, it's not a very long strip once you cross the New York line into Connecticut. I would just say run the throughway up to, um, what is that that goes across there? I can't even think of the road. It's uh, 90, 90 or 92. I think it's I 90. Know. Run the run the throughway up there if you need to get on, you know, the interstate that runs east and west. I think it's 90. That's kind of crazy. I haven't been up there in so long. I can't even remember what it is. I think it's mm-hmm. 90. Runs right into Boston. Um, also, consider running up 81 when you get into Pennsylvania at the 78 split where you normally would run across 78 to get on 95. I would say consider running 81 all the way up above Scranton picking up Interstate 84 and running 84 across, which that's the road I'm thinking of, 84, not 90, and run 84 across to Boston instead of going the other way, which will hold you up. I think it's like a 30-mile difference, and it's actually quicker normally because you don't have to go through the garbage can. I mean, New Jer- or New, York, <laughs> New York's garbage can, which is New Jersey. New Jersey literally is the garbage can of New York. We won't go there. I, I mean, just went there. I cannot stay. Not, Look, not. I'm not knocking the people. No. I'm not knocking the drivers that live in New Jersey. So if you're a trucker that lives in New Jersey, I'm not knocking you. 
He just hates the area. I can't stand New Jersey with their stupid service roads and and roundabouts and all other stuff. And and you can't get off certain roads now. They take it. New Jersey's never been a friend to the trucker ever. Okay. So, but anyways, I would say just avoid it. Avoid New Jersey. Avoid New York uh, as far as that area. And go up to Scranton, pick up 84 and run east all the way. Sounds it's, good. It's actually quicker. Well, if the driver happens to have to run over the weekend, like I said, May 31st through June 3rd, and then June 7th through June 10th, if you have to run in Stamford, Connecticut off of I-95 on exit 9, reroute yourself. There you go. There what you else? go. What else you got in trucking? Um, Alabama has now lowered the interest state driving age from 21 to 18. It has now become legal. Well, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Alabama mm-hmm. never had uh, the 18-year... The rest of the country... No. Actually, Alabama and another state, which is Hawaii, said that you cannot get your CDL until you're 21. They just changed that to 18 now. I, I, honestly... I don't know about Hawaii, but Alabama did. I never knew that. Yeah. Because, you know, in Pennsylvania, I was 17 when I got my permit. It's so silly. No, and, and then when I was 18, I mean, honestly, but I want to tell you something about interstate drivers. It's hard to get a job from 18 to 21 because of insurance. Right. It really is tough to actually get your seat up. And, and look, we had on drivers here that are 18 mm-hmm. living in Illinois. And oh, Indiana. I won't say anything bad about any of them. Right. I'm just saying in Illinois and Indiana, I've, I've met drivers that are driving. What are you smiling? Your brain's out for Because you just shook your head because I cut you off. <laughs> yeah, you did cut me off. Yeah. You've been cutting me off a lot lately. But it's funny. Nobody ever writes in and says, Ruth Ann, stop cutting Troy off. Because they don't want to hear you. I, I don't like the drivers that said stop cutting her off. No, I'm just kidding around. We appreciate everybody's comments. Even if it's the negative ones. Except those. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, Alabama was one that you had to be 21 to get your CDL. Now they just lowered it to 18. And Hawaii was one of the other states that you had to be 21. But I don't know if they actually changed it to 18 or not. I don't I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I it was news to me. But, but again, I don't... That's what I have is the news. Yeah, it's news to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay, what else you got? What did you, what did you get in the new Montana law. Oh. Do you want to hear it? It does it have anything to do with trucking? Yes, it does. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Please, you look like you're ready to pee your pants to tell me. No, I went potty first. Okay, good. So the interstates that run through Alabama, listen to me, Montana are raising their speed limits for truckers. Okay, what are they raising it to? Well, the interstates are going to go from 65 to 70, and then the other highways that are running through Montana are going to go from 60 to 65. Okay. Well, it says yeah. currently the state highways in Montana are limited to 55 at night, which they're going to do away with that. So there's not going to be a change from the nighttime driving versus the daytime driving for the speed limits. You know, at one time, Montana used to have unlimited. Yeah, and then a bunch of fools broke that. Well, a bunch of fools got killed coming to Montana to race their Corvettes. Exactly. That's foolish, right? Well, I mean, I mean, I would have done it, too, if I had a fast car at the time. But, you know, and yeah, it is foolish. But, okay. What else you got in trucking right then? You got some other things? I do. What I do. do you, I do. What do you I do. got? I mean, that's good news, though, for truckers because, you know, Montana is a long state. Yeah, it is. It's a big state. It is. So, and you're saying that it 
And I did not know this. So, because I never really trucked Montana much, I've driven I've driven through it one or two times when I was a driver. You're saying at night it was 55 miles an hour? Yeah, they on had the it interstate or just on the roads. On um, it looked like it was the interstates that they were saying, but I could be wrong. But, I mean, it did say the interstates. So it did say that there was a change in speed between nighttime and daytime. Maybe, I don't know, because it a deer. I couldn't tell you that, you know, why. But I do know that they did have a separate speed limit for night versus the day. They're wiping out the nighttime, and they're making it one speed, which would be, I think, 65 for the... Um, oh, you just said 70. For the interstates, no, they have two separate ones. The regular highways are going to be 65, and then the interstates are going to be 70. So they're changing them. So you just got to make sure that you're which one you're on, if it's going to be a regular highway or an interstate. All right. Well, that's 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 good news for drivers. It is. That are running through Montana. Yeah, the only thing that's going to stink is if your truck's governed. So yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else you got in front of you? The Blitz that's going to be happening in June. June 4th through 6th, the big blitz that's going to be going on for the steering and the suspension systems. I just wanted to hit that reminder out to the drivers that that's going to be going on. And also along with that blitz, the pilot pilot flying J. Boy, that's going to be really getting used to saying that word together. Okay, well, they've been together for quite a while now, know, so but you should already be used to the pilot flying J. But usually, I'm usually I'm usually saying it pilot or flying J. Now, to combine that is like a mouthful for me. So, the pilot flying J has an app that if you go onto that app, they're going to be giving away for free the mid-trip inspections that these blitzes are going to be going after. So, it's usually 50 bucks for that inspection. So if you go to the service stations for the truck care that they have that are going to be giving that away, you can get your free inspection for this blitz that they're going to be doing. So you don't have to, you know, if you have something that's coming up, you could be forewarned. What was the theme again? Was Did you say suspension and steering? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So every year they have a different, a different theme they go by. This year the major... The major uh, Concern is the suspension and, and their steering mechanisms. Is that what it is? Right. But they're going to be giving away level one inspections. So they're going to also begin going over brakes and certain other things. But they're mostly going to be geared to the steering and the suspension because they feel as though the FMCSA feels as though that the reason for the DOT inspections for this one, for the steering and the suspension, is because that's what, when you're loaded... That's one of the major components is your suspensions on how it's doing and your steering on going around. You know, I have they come up with weird analogies for why they're going to do that specific thing. Well, I mean, each year they target, you know, different. I think was it last year was brakes. I think, and then the year before, I can't remember what it was, but the uh, you know they they want to you know it's let me tell you something. People get all pissy with these blitzes. The blitzes are good for the country. You know, um, I mean, if you got an unsafe vehicle... You don't want it on the road anyways. Yeah, I mean, look, this, the guy that has the unsafe vehicle that gets put out of commission, he gets pissed off. Oh, these asshole DOT guys. But if the guy beside him had the bad unsafe vehicle and killed his family, he'd be screaming, they should have put him out of business. Right. You know what I mean? So 
Listen, guys, you, you, you can't have it both ways. Get, keep your, in fact, the FMCSA and the PSP scores back in 2010 were introduced because at one time when you got an out-of-service tag or you got a, um, uh, you know, a vehicle that was unsafe, right, the ticket went to the company, mm-hmm. right, and it went on the, on the company's unsafe score, which didn't really ever have an effect on the industry. So what happened was DOT got smart. You know, that's almost like an oxymoron, right? I was going to say, you know, this is going to sound funny. DOT got smart. Here's what they did. They said, let's put it on the driver. Mm-hmm. And at first you're thinking, oh, well, that sucks. I got to now get it on my record because of the dumbass company that has the bald tires because of the dumbass company that doesn't fix their brakes and they're always trying to skate by inspections and, and driving, a, you know, have unsafe equipment. And you know what? The smart thing was, what happened was drivers stopped driving for those companies. Right. A lot of them now know, screw you, you know, and see, and it worked because what it did was it actually made a lot of, a, a lot more companies more compliant and safer mm-hmm. because drivers started saying, look, I ain't driving your shitty equipment if it's going to be going on my record. Exactly. And so companies were forced to do it. So DOT was actually had a smart idea. Now, is there still companies out there? We read about it every week getting Mm -hmm. shut down for, you know, unsafe violations one after the other, after the other, after the other. And you know what? If you're a trucking company that constantly, I'm going to tell you something. If you're a trucking company that has an unsafe steering mechanism or your suspension's broken, or your leafs are broken, and, and, and you refuse to fix it, and you're trying to just get by, you deserve to get a ticket. You really do if you're not going to be compliant. I don't really, that's my opinion. I don't really care. Now, am I on the driver's side or the other? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on, say, on the public side on that mm-hmm. because I don't want my kids or somebody I love to get killed because somebody's ignorance and stupidity and trying to save a blanking dollar left his vehicle unsafe. And then as soon as you kill somebody, the first thing you want to that you want to point to is faulty equipment. Nobody else wants the blame right away. The first thing everybody wants to say when they roll one over or they kill somebody, they want to blame it on the machinery most of the time. Mm-hmm. Therefore, now DOT is saying we're not going to take this anymore. The public doesn't want to take this anymore. And again, I'll say this again. If your family got killed, you would be the first one saying, oh, they should have been cracking down on those guys. Right. All right. So I don't want to hear the crybaby shit. Now, do I like to be involved in a blitz? No, take the damn week off or avoid those areas where you know they're going to be blitzing. Okay. I don't want to be, in, you know, it makes you nervous. I don't even like pulling into a scale, scale house. You know, you know what I mean? Who wants to even do that? Back in the day, I didn't have my log started for the day. Of course, you're sweating your brains up, and I would have deserved a ticket. All I'm saying is, all you got to do is the right thing. You don't have to worry about, you know. Now, with the blitzes, I will say, DOT can be real jackasses. Mm-hmm. And I mean it, because what they can do is, they all they get competitive with the next station that's 100 miles away, or 50 miles away, or in the next state. So they all want to write the most tickets. Now, that's where it comes... To screwing the drivers up. Now I'm going to find a violation for this guy. Oh, your, your one tire was just a little too low. Well, it could have gotten low on the trip. You know, whatever the case is, um, they start finding 
BS tickets for the driver. Now that goes back to DOT. You being being honestly real idiots with 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 your hunger to be competitive with the next way station. That's a bunch of crap to me. Okay, so you know it can be wrong on both sides, but I personally, personally, one hundred percent believe that if you're an unsafe company, okay, to the extreme of endangering the public. You deserve to be shut down until you're compliant. And that's just the way I feel about it. And if you're a DOT guy that you know it's it's a nothing ticket and you're really there for the 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 suspension and the steering wheel, but you can't find anything on the last 10 trucks, so I'll start writing tickets for for uh, whatever, some stupid out-of-light ticket or whatever the case is, just so you can get your name on tickets, you're an idiot too, okay? Stop, stop, stop pushing the drivers around with... With, oh, I got to write a ticket. Oh, I got a quota to make. Screw that. I know. You're looking at me like, shut up, Troy. I just, <laughs> I'm just rattling on. Go on. What else you got in trucking right there? Well, they're going to be doing level one inspections. So it's not just going to be their steering in the suspension. And what they said here is with the steering and suspension for the blitz, it says not only do they support the heavy loads carried by trucks and buses, but they also help maintain stability and control under the acceleration and braking, keeping the vehicle safely on the road. So what they're trying to do is make more of a safety aspect in that way. I don't like that the drivers are going to get punished if they have something wrong with the tractor, but the pre-trip tells the driver should they take that tractor out or not. And that's what they're trying to really take an effective stand on whether or not the driver should take that truck out if there is a faulty equipment on it, that's the purpose of a pre-trip to begin with. It just sucks that the driver has to make that decision whether or not they're going to earn that income for that week by taking that tractor out or not taking that out. I'll, I'll tell you, here's something, a suggestion for drivers. I don't know if ever, anybody's ever thought of this. Do a walk around with your phone. It's a timestamp video. Mm-hmm. And if by chance, right, all the lights are working, everything's working right, your gauges are all working right, Right, and three hours later, you get a pre-trip and a lights out. Right, you should be able to at least say to the DOT guy, "Timestamp video shows I pre-tripped this truck three hours ago." Right, and the lights were working. You're now giving me a ticket, and you won't hear me. This is not my fault. It's a the, good idea. The light. I know it's a damn good idea. And 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 you see now, um, because look, drivers sometimes will show a cop. A dash cam video mm-hmm. that the that what you know the ticket they're getting for following too close, whatever, and a car cutting them off, and now they're showing. The, and sometimes a cop is re a, co- a good cop will hear the evidence, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with a good DOT officer. You know, let me see the video. Okay, you did a walk around. Boom. Guess what, driver? Ten hours later, before you make your next walk around, or twenty four hours later, before you do a walk around, erase the last one. You know, it's that simple. Keep record of everything. Yeah, and if you actually approach the DOT in a non-combative, angry you're, way... You're welcome, by the way, drivers. <laughs> if you do it in a nice way where you say, hey, listen, let me show you the video I did in my pre-trip, they might be more apt to listen to you than if you come at and jumping down their throat saying, hey, I did a pre-trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try and do it a little bit more smoothly. You might get more honey. Now, if you have one of those... Phones that are flip phones from like the Flintstone ages. <laughs> I, that, that don't it might do, not work. That don't do videos. Eh, probably not going to get away with it. All right. What else you got in trucking? I have. Hold on. I got to delete that part. I have. Now, this is 
baffled Sometimes me. I think, I'm going to edit the ditzy shit that you do, and I think, no, I'm going to leave it on there. No, leave the ditzy. Yeah. I don't mind people seeing how ditzy I can be. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read the title. Okay. Trucker who fell asleep at wheel after falsifying logs awarded $80 million. I did wait, my... Wait, 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 wait. I got to do my... You're doing Dr. Dr. Evil. Evil look. Yeah. $80 million. So he was... Okay. He was, say this again, he falsified his logs? He did. He falsified his logs, fell asleep. Oh, wait a second. And I, was in an accident. But he was the guy that was afraid that his company was going to fire him over it. He well, was th- he was pushed to do it. Is that the guy? Yeah. But okay. He, it was, it, when I was reading through it, I'm like, God, this, this kind of just sounds just stupid. To a point to where we were saying earlier, if the equipment's not safe, don't go. If, 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 if your boss is telling you you're going to lose your job if you don't drive... You know, to be honest with you, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something, in my opinion, these companies that push, right, if they can prove that you were being bullied by the company, you know what, that, you deserve to get your ass sued if you were pushing drivers to run for your damn profit. But at the same time, I also believe you're a driver, okay, you have a class A CDL, you can get a job just about anywhere you want. Exactly. Dude, seriously? No, I don't. On. I don't know what the guy's the driver Lizano. What his, ex, you know, what I don't know what his circumstances are. Where he felt as though he had to work for a driver or work for a company that was this tyrant. Yeah, that's a that's a really good word for it. Yes. So sometimes basically, what that. happened? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I come up with something intelligent. Oh boy! So in 2015, Lozano. Um. Stop looking at me. What's Lozano? That's his name, Lozano. Okay. (laughs) He went home for his 34-hour break, and within a few hours, his company had told him he needed to go and deliver a load. So he did get some rest. He just didn't get enough proper rest. So you're saying he was supposed to take a 34, but within a few hours of taking the 34, they said, hey, we need you to do something. Anyways, you can't have your 34 hours off. Yeah, but it was for the next morning. Your legal break. Okay. According to court documents on May 3rd, Lozano was at home after delivering a load and needed to take his 34-hour break. Right. A few hours after being at home, he received a call from Marin, who is the company's um, owner's name. How do you spell it? M-A-R-I-N. Marin Trucking? No, no, no. That's just the guy's name. So he called him and said, I need you to take another load. But it was for the next day. Right. So, But you just read, only being home a couple hours, that's when they called him. So he never got his 34 hours off. He didn't get a full 34. No, he got like a night. No, he didn't. It just had a couple hours. You didn't let me finish. Uh, I don't okay, I'm going to reread again. No, let me read. Go ahead. Lozano said he told Marin he could not safely or legally take the load, but Marin told him after his logbook, or after told him to alter his logbook, to make it look like he had taken his 34-hour break. The next morning is when he wanted the load to, 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 to take the load to Maryland. So he was home, and then after a few hours, he said, I need you to take another load. I need you to leave in the morning. Okay. but he, So he was home a couple hours and then got the call to leave the next morning. Exactly. Which would have gave him maybe a 12-hour. Exactly. 12 yeah, okay. like right. half the time. So he didn't get a full 34. He got maybe half of that. I'm going to tell you something, and this is the truth. I have drivers telling me all the time that trucking companies, and look, I'm not picking on every trucking company. We love trucking companies. We do. We, we, truly, we do. We love the good ones. But at the same time, like, I've had drivers lately tell me that he couldn't tell you how many, how many times 
when he went to take his 34 or like say the guy was out five weeks and he's and he's supposed to have at least five days off right he's getting phone calls on his first day at home hey can you take a load hey we need you hey hey you know what i got some advice for you trucking companies out there when a driver does five weeks on the road for you give him some time off because you're already making the guy hate you is that one load worth an empty seat for another couple weeks till you fill it with another driver because this is what a lot of you trucking companies aren't realizing your little 100% around the clock greedy attitude of I got a, oh I got a customer that needs one more load delivered my driver's been out 5 weeks I think I'll call him he's been home 20 hours you're an idiot honestly mm-hmm. and I know the good companies don't do that mm-hmm. but I've talked to so many drivers lately that have told me yeah I'll, I'll get home it's a I've been out 5 weeks I've been out 6 weeks and and uh, I'm home. I get home on a Friday night late. I wake up in the morning. I'm having breakfast with my kids. Uh, we, we go out to the park or whatever, and uh, uh, I, I get a phone call or I'm getting a text. Where are you? Where are you? It's like, dude, I've been out for a month and a half. And what do you mean? Where am I? You shouldn't even be shouldn't even be calling the driver. You're you know the last guy that the truck driver wants to hear from when he's been out for weeks at a time is the dispatcher or the trucking company absolutely doesn't even want to see that area code being dialed on his phone i'm serious you you trucking companies haven't even a freaking clue you're so damn greedy Mm -hmm. okay to me that's just pure blanking greed okay when you when you have a guy out on the road for that long and then you have the audacity to go well who can we get let's get mikey mikey you know remember the mikey yeah i do that's pretty ingenious that was you gotta admit that was smart right yeah Right? Didn't Mikey die? No. No, I know that was a rumor. I read about it. It was a rumor. But, but anyways, but anyways, if I'm a truck driver and I'm home, I don't want to. I don't need to hear from you. In fact, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna want to throw up in my mouth. If I'm telling you, that's what I'm gonna want to do. I'm gonna want to puke in my own mouth if I see my phone ringing on day two or day three when I've been out for that long. You guys are whacked out of the brain. Okay. Do you remember what my subject was? I don't really care. Okay. There. So you go. What's your subject? This driver got $80 million because the company did just that to him. Yeah, you can and mess with me did, for $80 million. I'll he, take 80 million. What he did is he took the load. He started driving it in, in Alabama from Texas. This is where it was. Is the, um, McAllen, Texas is where the load originated from. That's where one of the um, yards were for the company. And um, he started there, and then when he hit Alabama, he had fallen asleep. He rear-ended another truck, a tractor-trailer. He sustained abdominal trauma, a crushed pelvis, and his left foot was crushed, and he had some broken ribs. So he got $80 million because he didn't tell the company no. He went and did the load, and he fell asleep while he was driving. The only thing I don't know is what actually happened to the other tractor. Wow. And I'll be honest with you, I'm on the driver's side there. I really, I truly am. At first I'm thinking, okay, you could say no. And you know what? Some people just can't say no. You can't judge a man by everything he does as another person judging another person. I understand that people can, there's so many people that do not like to talk to somebody that's trying to talk them into something. They they will not say no. That's just their whole life. Well, they, they have an issue. They cannot say no. They have a, a problem where they, they have a hard time telling someone no when they are asked to do something. That's 
you know, that's common humanity where they, they, you know, people have that issue. The problem is, is this was in 2015 before ELDs became a factor. This is where he was probably running to, you know, maybe two different logs or whatever the case might be. I don't know why the driver felt he needed to do that. It could be because he didn't have a ton of experience. It could have been because, you know, Maybe he had something on his record. Yeah, he couldn't get a job somewhere exactly. else, and they so use he, that against them. Exactly. I know companies that take drivers that have DUIs and, you know, recent drug failures or maybe three felonies that maybe a guy messed up, and they know they can hold that over the driver mm-hmm. because he probably can't find work in too many places. So, therefore, they'll abuse the driver. So, you know, in this case, I am on the driver's side because right. the whole trouble stemmed from one thing. Right. How long was the driver out again? It didn't. Okay. It, it didn't say. It but just said that he was, was ready he was to go due, home for he his was, 34. He was due for arrest, okay? And and you used your authority over this guy. If you wouldn't have even asked the guy, okay, to do it, there, you wouldn't even be in the problem you're in. And I wouldn't doubt if it wasn't the first time they did it. Well, here's the thing. The the person that owned this company, the, uh, Marin? With, yeah. He owned actually three different companies, like three different ones. JNM Express ANCA Transport in Omega Freight. The driver was doing the load for Omega Freight at the time, but because he had three different entities underneath his name, each one of those entities were charged twenty five thousand for, or I'm sorry, twenty five million for exemplary, exemplary damages. I can't say that right now, and then an additional five million for compensor. Com- Just get it out, right there. <laughs> Compensatory damages. I can't. I still couldn't do it. Okay. So, anyways, he's still each each division. Those three divisions. Each one of them were charged thirty million dollars for um, this driver because the driver drove underneath each one of them at one point or another. Now, look, I'm not alleging, and I'm not accusing, but we recently know a company that. Had a driver. I'm going to name their name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name this company, okay? There was a company last year where a driver, maybe you guys have heard of this. There was a driver that was in New Jersey. He did seven, it said, I think it said he did seven margarita shots and a couple beers. Drove into Harrisburg area, Pennsylvania, and didn't realize there was, you know, slowed or stopped traffic. Rear-ended, killed, I think killed three and wounded like seven people. Jumped out of the truck, ran next door to the hotel and watched it all unfold. The cops came. All they could smell is booze, booze, booze. Then to find out a couple days later, this guy was hired. I, now, again, I'm alleging it. I don't know for sure, but the, the, the article that I read said he was ha- hired with a suspended CDL. So here's a guy that's drinking his brains out, driving crazy, and the company... Somehow put this guy on with a suspended CDL. Now, I don't know how long he was with them. I don't know, did maybe he get hired and then it got suspended? I don't know all those de- details, but the way the article read that they're trying to, they were they asked the company, how did you hire this driver with with his suspended license? And it said they hadn't answered that question yet. No, they were refusing. The company is called Green Tree Logistics out of Lakeville, Minnesota, and the other day, I was checking up on them, <laughs> dialed their number. Creeper. I was creeping, baby. And the number is because is somebody had told me they thought they went out of business. I'm like, well, their website was open. Their website's running, right? So I picked up the phone. I'm like, I'm just going to dial these people. Guess what? It was out of service. Yep, exactly. Do, do, do. 
the numbers just because the website's up doesn't mean that the company is no longer around because see what happens is with the website if your domain name has been paid for the year it's going to stay up and managed for the next year that's to me that's insane a company's like let's all right we're out of here well We'll leave the website going. I mean, that's just kind of stupid. But the company, you know, that's the last thing on their mind. They're worried about getting all their stuff out of the offices. They don't care whether or not on the Internet they paid for a year. Let them stick it up for the year. That's what they look at. But that, you know, they could be operating in a different number. They could be operating different. uh, Maybe they changed their authority. I don't know. But all I know is there's another perfect example of a company if from the article. Now, if they hired a guy knowing his CDL was suspended, and then that guy goes out and gets drunk and then kills a bunch of people. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. That company's in a lot of trouble because uh-huh. it all started with them. They didn't have to hire that guy. Just like the article you read, they didn't have to get greedy and ask a guy that was supposed to be getting his right. rest, okay, and staying safe and being with his family. They did not have to ask that guy to go ahead and take another load within the 34 and then literally ask him to falsify his logs mm-hmm. to make it look like he'd already taken his 34 off right when he went out and got injured the 80 million dollars is really justified and i mean it sincerely so what else you got in trucking ruthann i have a tesla driver uh, what do you mean a tesla driver isn't that an oxymoron also yeah it actually was because ow. they're self-driving with this sedan the tesla sedan mm-hmm. Um, in Delray Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm, sure. What happened was on US 441 State Road 7 in Delray, Delray Beach, Florida, a driver in a tractor trailer was turning to get onto the, the road. And I'm using my hands to show you what I was trying to explain. But anyways, he was making a turn to get on the Okay, it says the truck was attempting to make a t- left turn out of Perro Farms across from the southbound lanes of the highway to go north. The Tesla was driving southbound when it hit the truck. So what they came up with is that the Tesla driver, within 10 seconds of hitting this truck, stuck the car on autopilot. Oh, so he had just put it on autopilot. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm still trying. It says here. The Tesla driver activated the autopilot system approximately 10 seconds before the car collided with the 2019 International Tractor Trailer. He basically got... Um, Killed? Well, yeah, but the the whole roof was sheared off of, you know, like... When did this happen? In... Let me see. Can I tell you something before you even tell me? March 1st. Okay, this is crazy. I actually thought, what did you do, dig up an old story... Like two years, now listen to me, two years ago, when they started really getting crazy about autonomous vehicles and, and they started that Tesla was like the leader and all this other garbage, mm-hmm. a Tesla driver was in Florida, but he was in Fort Myers area on mm-hmm. I-75, Right. a tractor trailer had pulled out legally, but because of Tesla, the, the color of the trailer was like the color of the sky. Right. The Tesla did not recognize this. That's what their theory was. Mm-hmm. And he was killed. Mm-hmm. But so then you're reading, oh, a Tesla driver, a right. truck trailer. I'm thinking, what did you do? And then no. you said 2019 International. I'm like, right. well, it definitely has to be a different time. Yeah, this happened March 1st. Wow. So what happened was it, it struck the side of the tractor trailer and it basically made it a convertible. 
and it said here, and this is what's really cool, is it said that the speed limit in the area was 55 miles per hour, where the driver was just pulling out, the tractor trailer driver was just pulling out, so we know he didn't hit, you know, 55 miles per hour, he was just pulling out to make a left-hand turn. The Tesla driver was doing approximately 68 miles per hour at the time of the impact. So he was already 13 miles over the speed limit because it's 55. Here's, here's my question. Why didn't the Tesla, because it was only activated 10 seconds, is that why it didn't, the, the, uh, the autonomous vehicle isn't set up to instantly, t- within 10 seconds of, of being put on autopilot recognized? Does it have to have a certain time? Well, here's the thing. It says that the... Wow. It, it states that within... Okay, it said it 10 seconds ahead of time from the impact is when it was stuck on auto, autopilot. They recognize of eight seconds prior to the crash that the driver did not put his hands on the wheel and try to take evasive action against hitting that truck. So the truck or the, the Tesla has that much... I mean, I want to... You know, like with with airplanes, they consider it the black box where they can tell every little nanosecond that goes on in that airplane. The Tesla has the same kind of characteristics where they can tell the driver did not even grab the steering wheel and try and take any evasive action after he hit autopilot. So up to he hit autopilot at 10 seconds, eight seconds before the crash. So they gave it a two second leeway even after he hit autopilot. Say, oh, wait, there's something pulling out in front of me. Let me grab the wheel. He never touched the wheel at all the whole time after he hit autopilot. My opinion is this. If you're in a vehicle, and this is the danger of autonomous. If you're in a vehicle that all of a sudden you can go 1,000, 2,000, 10,000, 20,000 miles unscathed. The longer you're in that vehicle, the more you're going to trust that vehicle. And then when something like this happens, Tesla, I know they got a big bank account and they know they're going to kill a few people and have to pay out. They're not stupid. This is tr- truth. This is the price that these autonomous, I don't care if you're Freightliner, I don't care if you're Volvo, Tesla, um, Uber, all these guys and gals, Google, all these ones that are making autonomous vehicles, they already know that there's going to be what they call casualties. Mm-hmm. Try not to pretend, guys out there, Tesla, if you're listening to our pod, and I know you do. Everybody listens to Talk CDL Ruth. That's because we're awesome. They love us. We're awesome. No, they don't love us. The cool people listen to us. Cool people do. Tesla, no, they're cool not people. They're not only the cool ones. So if somebody could relay this to, to Mr. What's his name? Elon Musk? I don't know what his yeah, name is. That's, that's his name, Elon Musk. <laughs> Sounds Seriously, like a that's, perfume. No, it, it, he's... It's he's, from a skunk. He's, he's <laughs> Jovan Musk. My mother used to use Jovan Musk. I like from, Jovan who, Musk. Who made that? Was it Avon? No, no, no. Jovan Musk was its own. Oh, really? Yeah. Because my mom, like, she was an Avon girl. I used to have the... You know those stupid cars? You went ma- way off the track. So no, let's I'm, just go forward. No, I'm going to stay with Avon a second. Do you remember the cars that <laughs> had the colognes in them? No, the glass ones. They had the colognes. Yes. Then, they had, then, like, we had the Brill cream and the baseball and all that other... My mom used to order that stuff for me when I was a little kid. I hated it. And then when you, when, then when you hear the name Elon Musk, I think of Avon and all that other stuff. No, it reminds me of a skunk. No, I think of Musk. I think of Avon when I think no. of Elon Musk. I really do. But so now listen. Okay. So there you are, you're Elon Musk, and you have you your your dream is autonomous vehicles. You cannot think that and everybody knows that there's only one way to get 
as close to perfect as you can by making a lot of mistakes. And mistakes are going to kill people. Was it Uber or, 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 or um, I think it was Uber in Vegas where they just killed the person walking across the street at night and the lady was actually in there monitoring it. All I'm saying is they know before going into this, they're going to kill a handful of people before they get to the point where people are going, we're going to order this. Look at jumbo jets. They kill people every couple of years by the hundreds in, in one crash, and yet people still do what? Fly. Hey, let's take a plane. It's quicker. Well, Eventually, one of them things are going to come down. You're Literally, when you fly, you're playing the lottery. There is absolutely, from this day forth, everybody that's, and I'm hoping the world listens to our pod for this part, from this day forth. Because they're the cool people? Right. For, they would be the cool people. <laughs> but from this day forth, right, you guys got to know. It's only a matter of time till Snake Eyes comes up or till your ball drops in the roulette hole that you need. But that's I, with anything. That could be just going out in your car. But all I'm saying is what people people go, well, there are 100,000 flights a day, man. You got a better chance of being killed in a car accident. I say you don't. <laughs> I say if you're careful, you don't. What I say is this. Mm-mm. What I say is this. If you look at numbers, maybe not. But I say you don't have any control. And when you're five miles up, if if your propeller goes or whatever the hell them jumbo jets use to stay up, the turbo, <laughs> the jet engine, when, when they come down, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You there is no there is no ever hardly surviving that. All I'm saying is somebody out there that's listening to this pod, you're going to be killed in a plane crash someday. It's inevitable. <laughs> that they, them things weigh like they might not fly. They weigh like a hundred tons. It's coming. I swear to you. You can get hit by a bus walking. I, remember. I, I, I know you can die. Uh, 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 something could fall out of the sky. Yada yada. Or it can yada. suffocate you in a pillow. Exactly. Anything can happen. But the bottom line is, when you you're literally playing the lottery when you fly, because eventually there's there's so many that are coming down, and you're going to be dead. That's all I can say. And same with autonomous vehicles. It's going to happen. You cannot you cannot have any machine for the rest of its life keep everybody alive. It just doesn't happen that way. And Musk and Uber and all these guys know that 100% they're going to kill people. I'm telling you, they're going to innocent people are going to die for them to get their product on the market, and they don't give one flying rat's ass. Because if they did, they wouldn't be doing it. Fact. The funny thing is, is your rant made me forget what I was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> Do you have anything else on the pod? Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm either going to grasp what I was going to say to you, or I'm going to continue with this one part. They said that the, um, the shut up. <laughs> the video surveillance, along with the data brought from the car, because the car was completely intact. It was just convertibilized. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Shows that the driver did not make any evasive. It says. The autopilot system executed evasive maneuver before the crash. So it says that the driver did not do anything. So nothing was happened, um, but they're still going to investigate to see what actually it says. The NTSB is continuing to F. La, la, la. NT, no, shush. NTSB is continuing to investigate the crash and gather information on the Tesla's autopilot system and the driver's actions leading up to the crash, as well as the actions of the truck driver, highway factors, and more. What The truck driver had nothing to do with it. He pulled out and went to make the left-hand turn. That car was speeding and on autopilot. Listen, I got the angle for the lawsuit. I, I just, I'm telling you. Who's going to sue? 
Listen, just like I just gave every trucker the advice of doing a pano with their cell phone, when you do your inspection, you can use that video as proof to the DOT officer if your light's out. I'm about to give you, I'm about to give the lawyers, and I don't like lawyers, but I'm about to give the lawyers, because of the family where that guy was killed, I'm about to give them their loophole where they can sue Elon, Elon Avon Musk. <laughs> I'm about to give you Avon Musk's. All right, you ready for it? Go ahead. All right, here we go. Most people, when they, you said 10 seconds after, he he activated this and then 10 seconds later. I would be be 100% believing that when you push the button, most people's eyes are fixated on what? What do you think they're fixated on? You push a button, what are you watching for? When you when you turn your oven on, what are you looking for? To make sure that it hits the temp that I want. Or when exactly, or or, or when you hit your timer, what are you looking to see? To make sure that it started, right? Right. When people hit a button, they're fixated for a few seconds to what they're trying to do, and they're trying to make sure that they activated their thingy. I'm serious. I would be willing to bet that when you hit a button on Elon Avon Musk's car that it probably flashes and then says activated or something to that. I will guarantee you push that button. It doesn't automatically go, beep, it's done. Yeah, but it still would take well, effect in a, well, in a second at, or two. In a, uh, okay, well, you said 10 seconds. He hit it 10 seconds, but still at eight seconds, he did not new, make any evasive Ruth maneuvers. Ruthann, what if, what if the, it blinks a couple uh, for a second or two and then, then does the on thing? Until you focus on that light and until you actually look up, you might only, he might have only had one to three seconds until he looked up and they, they say that the brain does not compute within one to three seconds of something happening. Most people don't react within a second. It's seconds later. So till you take the time of looking, pushing the button for your oven light, okay, your Elon Musk thingy, right? Elon Musk car. Okay. You push that button, you're looking at it. Okay, it's activated. Till you look back up, I'll guarantee you, that guy didn't have any time to act. And, and, and that's where, if you're the lawyer for the killed driver on that, that's how you can get Elon Avon Musk. Guaranteed. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. He should have still looked up. Okay, so now let's see. So he, looks he up still at, has seven Mississippis n- left. No, he's looking up at four Mississippi. No, now he's he has, not. He has six Mississippi. No, he's not. You just totally showed your in a, in, in inadequate counting. Yeah, because okay. it's right, ten. Let's say, okay, so let's say you three look, is not four. Ten and three is seven. Let's say you look up and you have seven Mississippis left. Okay, you have seven Mississippis left. Now what are you gonna tra- do? There's a tractor trailer. I'm gonna right. duck. There's a trucker pulling out in front of you. I'm gonna duck. Hold on a second. At first, you're going. Wait a second. You're not sure if he's gonna be all the way out. So now one or two more Mississippis go by. Now till you go to react, then you're stupid. No, I don't. I don't think the driver was stupid. I think that the Tesla was stupid. No, I think that the I, I driver hitting was. ten Mississippi's, or hitting the ten, the autopilot, ten seconds before the truck. Think about it. A tractor trailer when it goes to start pulling out, when it's going, how many how many seconds does it take for you to shift from first gear to let's just say fourth, or even second? A half a Mississippi. Bullshit. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. When a tractor trailer pulls out, it takes more than just a few seconds to shift from first gear so from not, when you're pulling out so to at least second or third when you're actually going forward. So you're not blaming Tesla. You're blaming the driver? No, I'm blaming Tesla, but I'm also going to say the driver shouldn't have stuck it on autopilot at that point. He should have made some kind of maneuver. I think that there was an issue going on with the driver. 
Okay, I don't agree with you. Like, maybe there was an issue that the driver stuck it on autopilot, but he couldn't tell us, hey, for some reason, I had to do something, so I stuck it on autopilot and never even paid attention then because I was texting or something silly. And, you know, that could be. I'm not going to deny I'm going to respond to some texts I just got or an email I can hear I got. I'm going to put it on autopilot and never looked back up again. But I'm, we don't know that because he is decapitated. Well, we, they could find out if he was on his phone because they, all those records are, are permanent. Hence the reason it's still under investigation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would really be interested. I'd be interested to see the outcome of that. For real. I would too. So I'm not going to... Look, I'm not accusing anybody, but I am saying that... I think that Tesla, there's another flaw that just arised in the Tesla family. Okay? Honestly, honestly, I think anything autopilot is just bound to have repercussions of a detrimental type of way. Absolutely, and you're seeing it right now because I believe that we just found a big flaw that now they're going to have to put some kind of a uh, 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 a waiver on there that when you push the button, you must wait 30 seconds or something like that till it's activated. Therefore, if somebody's killed within a couple seconds, they're trying to get out of it. At least they have something to True. stand on. True, stop giving them ideas. Well, I mean, it's at least an just idea saying. to help out keep people's lives alive. I just think that no matter what, if you're going to think that you're smart enough to buy a vehicle that can autopilot itself, you need to be smart enough to make sure that it is taking care of itself before you distract yourself from paying attention. Just remember all you trucking companies. All you trucking companies out there that are looking forward to buying a fully autonomous fleet, the more don't you do tr- it. don't do it, the don't more do it. the more you trust those vehicles, the 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 the, the, the larger the, the lawsuit. No, the more you trust those vehicles, the more your guard is down. Yeah, just like anybody, like the guy, you know, the guy that back in two thousand, I think it was fourteen or fifteen, he was killed by a Tesla, or he was killed when his truck, his car hit a, a side of a tractor trailer. They said he was playing chess or yeah, something. He was playing a game. Yeah, he was literally he was on. Yeah, he was literally playing something because he had that much trust in that car. Silly, silly man. Uh, so how do you know it was a man? Because only a man will play chess while driving. Nah, his name was Bob. I'm <laughs> I, I don't know what his name was. But no, the bottom line was the bottom line is the more you trust the vehicle, the more you put your guard down. And if you're a trucking company, keep that in mind. Be and a control freak. Be a control. You're damn right. Be a control freak. I am a control freak. Yeah. Oh, well. You're a control freak with ADHD. Okay. Ruth Ann has cut me off five gabillion <laughs> times on this pod. And he can't count either. So if you're a trucker <laughs> that's written in before and said, Troy, stop cutting her off. <laughs> I beg you. Please. It's about time Ruth Ann got him back. Again, she freaking didn't. No, you've gotten me back like 500,000 times, all right? Exactly. All right. So you still you're have you're another 500,000. Hello, you're still doing it. Gosh. I still have a lot more to go. Oh, my gosh. I have uh, years and years and years. Are you, like, smoking something today? No. Are you ready to get out of here? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Attention all truckers, it's Troy with Talk CDL. If you're looking for a new job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and more importantly, a great steady income week after week after week. This carrier is actually owned by their own shipper. 
pick up the phone if you're interested and call 844-311-7076 and never run out of freight again. And tell them Talk CDL sent you.